All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken the Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And today, my good friend Benjamin Bernstein is back with us, and we're going to be talking about your divine allies. Let them help you more. So we were just talking about some of the ascended masters because I was having an eye issue. So yeah, <laughs> let them help you more. Absolutely. And so, so part of what we're going to talk about and discover on this call is that your divine allies could be more eager and willing to help you than you realize. And even spiritually conscious people often use only a fraction of the metaphysical assistance available to them. And there's so much more that can be delegated to your divine helpers <laughs> and that they'd be truly delighted to do for you. And what, whoever your high vibration allies are, or even if you haven't partnered with them yet, Benjamin will tell you how to benefit more from the miraculous support they offer you. And so we have talked about that off and on, you know, during all these calls. And, you know, we definitely do not utilize that support as much as we could. We don't call on them enough. We, you know, we just, we just don't. They are, and they are here for us to help us, to support us, but they're also on their own journeys too. So we'll talk about all that and more. And for those of you who don't know Benjamin, he's been with us many times. We love having him. It's always a high vibe call. And Astro Shaman, Benjamin Bernstein hosts This Week in Astrology, which is a top 10 astrology podcast, is a three-time Best Astrologer winner in Western North Carolina's premier reader survey, is a professionally certified astrologer and has done over 10,000 astrology, shamanic healing, and life coaching sessions with a global clientele. He founded the Awakening Plus online spiritual support membership. And he posts video astrology forecasts and other content on his popular YouTube channel. So please do check him out. And Benjamin has lectured or taught at in many places at five national astrology conferences and retreats. He wrote the shamanic astrology chapter in the book, Transpersonal Astrology Explorations at the Frontier. He is also a shamanic healer, awakening activator and life coach. And he consistently facilitates powerful healings and spiritual awakenings in his individual and group sessions and has devoted himself to over 40 years of spiritual practice. Benjamin's greatest joy is helping others access or deepen their spiritual awakening with his simple, effective invocations for healing and awakening. And his spiritual path has included Kriya Yoga, Vipassana, Buddhism, Peruvian Shamanism, Ayahuasca, and San Pedro, Plant Spirit Medicine, and his invocations, and of course, so much more. So I'm so glad that you're here and that you're back with us, Benjamin. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, Laura. It's always such a privilege to be here. And we always have so much fun. We always have so much fun talking about so many different things beyond what we what we you know are planning. And yeah. so, but this topic is of course really important and really relevant. And just like, oh my goodness, why don't we, you know, request help more often? So let's talk about first of all, who are these allies, these divine allies that you're talking about? Well, um, any non-physical being that can help you out, pretty much. That's of high vibration and benevolent intent. That's my definition. Uh, I, you know, I've actually been on the path for like about 45 years now and mm -hmm. I've, I, in preparation for this call and also because I'm getting ready to, to put a course in my Awakening Plus membership on how to work with your divine allies better. I was thinking, okay, could I lump them into categories? As I think about the sequence, I usually call them in. Um, first, I call the higher self of my partner spirits on. So one category of ally you can call in is the higher self of another living human being. And mm -hmm. they're happy to help you out. Um, as I go through the sequence, the next I call on Amma the Hugging Saint. I also call on Amma Bhagavan, who are a couple of avatars in India, and they're all avatars. So an avatar is a being in human form, 
but they're a perfected divine being. In other words, they're without karma. They came in usually at the changing of an age like we're having now to help facilitate that shift. So you can call on an avatar to assist you. Uh, as I think what I go next in line, uh, <laughs> uh, then I move to um, angelic beings. Mm -hmm. So uh, I routinely call the archangels who are part of what's called the lesser banishing ritual. I call Archangel Raphael before me, Archangel Mikael behind me, Archangel Uriel to my left, Archangel Gabriel to my right, and ask that they uplift and protect me. And then, so Archangels, those four are used in a something called a lesser banishing ritual to set a, a powerful, safe, sacred container. And then you can call, and then I, I sweeten it up by saying, I now call all other angelic mm -hmm. beings of high vibration and benevolent intent whose presence serves highest good. And, and that's sweet of the field. So all those angelic beings are awesome. Um, then I move on to uh, Hindu deities <laughs> and uh, call quite a few of them by name. And of course, the, the beings in the Hindu pantheon can be hugely helpful. Um, then I move on to um, my uh, elemental, mm -hmm. I call the elemental allies. So that's just the elements of fire, earth, air, water. Who are routinely called by shamans and native peoples and right. they are actual powerful spirits who can help you uh then i call apus and in the south american tradition an apu is a the spirit of a mountain for example mm -hmm. in peru the 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 greatest of the mountain spirits is considered to be apu asangate um and and there's every the the idea here is that everything's conscious and if you call on a, a most magnificent mountain, it can ally with that. It can be a powerful help. But, you know, even a little hill in your backyard has a spirit and you can call on that. You can call on the spirit of a river, a tree. Everything has a spirit. And, for example, in, among the Caro people of Peru who don't work with plant spirit medicines, but they work very much with nature and are highly spiritually conscious, they'll start by working like with, you know, the little stream in your backyard. Can you connect with the spirit of that? And then, oh, how about can you connect with the spirit of your street or your neighborhood? And then. Or how about the mountain we're living on? And you know, just sort of expand over time with the ability to hold more and more in consciousness. So you can work with nature spirits of that type. Um, let me see, I'm going to refer to my notes. Oh, and of course, there's actual power animals from the lower world. Mm -hmm. I call a bunch of those. Like, um, I can remember having had very powerful direct encounters with the spirit of jaguar, of dragon, and, and really experienced myself in various contexts being that thing or feeling its spirit really potently merged with my body. And so you can call the spirit of whatever power animal you feel a kinship with or a connection to. So there's so much you can call on. Oh my gosh. And it's all great. Um, the only the only clear categorical distinction I would make beyond that is there are, you know, I like the law of one language. There's beings who are service to other and beings who are service to self. And right. uh, the path I'm walking this lifetime, I don't do service to self. You know, I'm only interested in calling in beings of high vibration and benevolent intent. And I want all that I do to benefit everyone affected by it. So uh, I, the only place I draw the line on calling allies is I'm not going to call lower allies. Um, mm -hmm. But any being of light is welcome. And, you know, it might seem weird that I call from so many different paths and traditions, but they all seem to get along great. Um, and I'll have much more, but um, so basically what I just did was gave a sense of who I work with, but I know some people yeah. who just have a single divine being. They, I only work with Yeshua. I only work with Archangel Michael. I only work with St. Germain. Yeah. And that's great, you know, because in a sense, the one embodies the all and any being can sort of 
have the being of the entirety if you're able to hold that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I also call in a lot of beings of light and gods and goddesses and, you know, you know, as well, but it's not necessary, right? So just like you said, you don't have to call on everybody under the sun, but, but sometimes, sometimes like, yeah, I need all the help I can get, right? I need all the support I can get. But sometimes it's just, you know, I'm just calling source or it, it might yeah. just be, I'm just calling Shiva, you know, for this, you know, in this moment, this, that's who I'm calling kind of thing. Yeah. And um, so we each have our own, you know, along with my higher self, but uh, we each have our, our own individual, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, you know, ritual right um but it's okay whether you call on one or five or 20 or 30 yeah. <laughs> right it's about calling them in and requesting their support and and their presence and knowing that you are not alone yeah and right? uh right. and you you mentioned toward the top of the call that you know why don't we call them in more and yeah. Yeah. i'd like to address that for a moment mm -hmm. um uh one thing that people have is i'm not worthy who am i to call in Jesus Christ or Archangel Michael. I mean, yeah. aren't they busy? Don't they have better things to do? Kind of that attitude. <laughs> and my experience is they don't. I mean, I've worked, gosh, for so many years calling them in myself, having other people call them in while I watch, and I've never seen a divine being refuse to come. Right. Yeah. They always come. And and the great thing is you don't have to worry about taking up someone else's like, oh, that archangel is working with someone else now. He's his line is busy. It doesn't work that way. These beings are able to be with every single human on the planet at the same time and have consciousness left over. Yeah. So you're not robbing that being's time from any other being. They can hold, they can, if you want to think of them as multiplying themselves or splitting their consciousness, they can be with you and be with everyone else too. So you're not stealing their time so that someone else can't get to them. Um, so they're available. Yeah. And yeah. am I worthy? And the answer is yes. I've, like I said, I've never seen a divine being refuse to come. Um, if I were going to qualify that slightly, I've never seen any divine energy called that wouldn't come at least as far as the crown chakra and wait there. Now, in, in the type of work that I do, especially you're invoking a divine being, if you're invoking a being or an energy, you then have to open and let it in. So you call it, it's, it's poised at your crown waiting. Mm -hmm. And then it's a matter of if you are able to become passive and open enough to allow it entry. And, and you know that's a good point like are you willing to actually receive that presence mm -hmm. or that support right mm -hmm. and 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 then i know that also goes hand in hand with feeling worthy being worthy feeling worthy but that's people don't also realize that they also stop themselves from receiving fully because they you know don't feel like they can for whatever reason right yeah also um i'd like to tell a quick anecdote that happened in one of my ayahuasca ceremonies. In fact, it was in an ayahuasca ceremony where I first embodied one of these beings. It was St. Germain. Mm -hmm. um, and I was in the middle of the ceremony and suddenly I, you know, I've worked with St. Germain before he was one of the allies I called in when I did my spiritual stuff. And all of a sudden he's coming into my body. I mean, he's at my crown and I can feel him slowly coming in, sort of merging into me. He gets about halfway in and all this stuff comes up. Oh my God, this heavy energy just erupts. And I then spent, if you don't know about ayahuasca, it's common to vomit and mm -hmm. you know, poop and all that. And for the next two hours, I vomited. I went, had to go poop twice and it felt like fire was coming out. And, and basically it was kind of this, okay, you, 
I wouldn't have come in if you weren't close to ready, but we got to get the rest of this heavy energy out of here or I can't come in. It, my vibration and this lower energy cannot coexist. So I had to spend two hours purging and cleaning up. And then finally, he was able to finally come all the way in. And, and that was, and I was, as I felt, and I felt, oh my God, he's almost there, he's almost there. And, uh, well, what's going to happen? Am I going to, is Benjamin going to go away and he takes over the body? Or, I had no idea. I'd never been embodied by a divine being like that before. And once he got in, it was like, oh, he's me, I'm him. There's no difference. Mm -hmm. And it was surprisingly calm. So, okay, this is what it is to be that energy, at least for a little while. Because later, you know, he, he left and then I came back to more of my normal vibration. But I said, oh, that's it. You just merge with the being. And then for that little bit of time, there's no difference. It's, it's just as in when, when you do an embodied awakening invocation or whatever you do to merge with your own higher self. Mm -hmm. You know, at first with your higher self and with these beings, there's an I-thou relationship. I, the, I perceive myself as a separate individual human related to this other thing. And at first, most people have that experience. And then you you might have it send you energy and it's still a separate thing. But after a while, you start merging with it. And you're, oh, I'm, I am it, at least a little bit. And for me, it was a multi-year process of my higher self, for example, slowly merging and then getting more and more persistent and able to stay longer until finally it never left. Mm -hmm. And it's been a few years now since I can't tell where Benjamin ends and my higher self begins. But I probably should have mentioned, as far as divine music, call call your own higher self. That's a mm -hmm. divine being too, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so after a while, there's no distinction, and you are it, and that's that's the big secret. That's the big punchline. All these being you're calling are you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just may not realize it yet. But once you realize, of course. Uh, I I remember other times when I was with a partner and we were working with these beings. I was consciously embodying Jesus, and she was consciously embodying Mary Magdalene and we would make love and I would embody that Christ and she would embody that and it was amazing and so we we had several times when we would do that consciously and but after a while it started just merging and after a while we just kind of embodied those energies more continuously and there was no need to call anything separate from ourselves because we were that mm -hmm. so I, I know that must sound weird and sacrilegious to some people and if you're still in that separation consciousness, it may sound like that, but there's no, there's no boasting here. There's just uh, reporting, okay, you can merge with these beings to the point where you, you become them, at least to a degree. Mm -hmm. I'm not in any way saying I'm the same amazing being as Jesus Christ was, far from it. I'm just the best Benjamin I can be, but I know Benjamin is more Christ conscious than he used to be and right. more capable of holding unconditional love than, than formerly. And, and also, I, I need to mention these it's not like an on-off switch. You're not just, my experience has not been just, okay, I'm fully awake and done. All right, one and done. <laughs> yeah. like increments. You know, I've, you know, I remember back in uh, 2012 when I had my big ayahuasca awakening where finally I had a spiritual awakening that didn't disappear overnight and it persisted. And it was so ecstatic beyond anything I'd known that I thought, well, did I go all the way in? Is, am I finally permanently 100% awake? I had no idea because it was so far beyond what I'd known. And Turns out it was just the starting line because it's gotten mm -hmm. better periodically since then. So for me, my experience is that awakening is incremental. Now, yeah. I'm not saying there isn't some being out there who just wakes up all at once and they're done. It's possible. I don't know. But my experience <laughs> has been incremental. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, like we're, it, 
it's like you get to one level, it's just the beginning of so many other levels, but it's not levels in a bad way. It's about growing and expanding and being more conscious of who we truly are. That's what it's about. It's not about getting to somewhere, right? And when it comes to, you know, the the beings, uh, the beings of light, our guides, et cetera, yes, you know, we are all one. And once we get to that point of knowing that we are all, not, not, not just mentally, intellectually knowing, but truly knowing in, in the core of our being, our essence, being, yeah. you, you know, you are, you are just talking to yourself. You're calling an aspect of yourself to you to assist yeah. with you because, you know, our personality, you know, it's a bit limited, right? And mm. these other aspects may have more consciousness and more awareness and more, and more wisdom than our personality self has right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's all it is truly that's all it is right they're not greater than or or better than we're not less than it's just yeah. our level of consciousness is different right right but we are all that yeah i mean the divine wouldn't have limited itself to a human consciousness without good cause you know <laughs> <laughs> and so you know all that to say that support you know, these divine allies are, are here and willing to help because they are us, mm -hmm. right? They are us, so, they, you know, they're helping themselves, right? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. the thing is, they're helping, you know, all of us to grow more in consciousness, more in awareness, and, you know, to re uh, realize that we are not just this limited human being. You know, a human being is amazing. But, you know, we limit ourselves with our personality, our thoughts, our feelings, emotions, and we're greater than that. We're more than that. We have access to more than that. So, you know, it's about letting us know that we're not that limited. There's such, there's much more available to us and that we can access. But you're right. It's not just a matter of, you know, them. It's kind of like them and us meeting at a point, right? So we have to raise our vibration. They, you know, lower theirs in order to meet us where we're at the best they can. So, you know, we also have a job to do, right? In order to really access these divine allies to a greater extent, right? Yeah. And um, I'd like to address um, how does, let's say someone's hearing this and I say, well, I don't even know how to find a divine ally in the first place. What do I do, right? So if it's okay, I'd like to address that a little sure. bit. Sure, yeah. Um, any divine ally will do. Um, the first question would be, do you already have some kind of divine being you feel any kind of connection or resonance with? You know, a lot of people feel connection with Jesus. Uh, some may, you know, feel drawn to Shiva or, or you know, any any divine being out there. There's thousands of them. Anyone you feel you've got a resonance with, that one would be a great one to start with. So um, I remember uh, I was doing Diksha for a while uh, back when Oneness University was called Oneness University, and uh, Bhagavan, the, one of the avatars there, had this wonderful thing. He said. He said, when you think of God, just put it in the image that's most comfortable to you. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, it's really great to, when you think of the divine, just think as your best buddy, you can put your arm around, have a beer with him or her or, or it, you know, but just a, a very approachable, warm, friendly image, uh, not some un, unapproachable thing up on high, you know, mm -hmm. and, and he says, you should be you know, chat with your divine all the time, you know, tell it your happiness and your concerns and your worries and just, you know, have a dialogue with it as long as you feel you're separate from it. And I love that right. idea. So, you know, for starters, you might think of all the divine beings I feel resonance, which one is the most warm and fuzzy? Which one do I feel like a real heart connection with? And mm -hmm. maybe that's a good one to start with. Um, 
if you so that's a divine being you can start working with and then what i do you know i as you know i i like a, the simplest possible approach that works so just invoke it uh, so i'm just say, gonna invite every one second Brendan. i'm just gonna invite everyone who's here right now in the zoom to write in the chat if you can those divine beings that you resonate with yeah. just you know just curious you know who do you resonate with who would you call you know to assist you to be with you to talk to just on a regular basis type it in the chat go ahead yeah. sorry yeah and then share that when they come in um so let's just use an example of jesus i call him yeshua but it's the same person mm -hmm. um you know so many people here in the west have resonance with that beautiful teacher so let's say you just called yeshua and by the way the reason i use the name yeshua is because you know you know christianity has put so many concepts on jesus that in my opinion, don't really fit the teaching you gave. You know, the church grows up and has its own thing that's separate from what the master taught. Um, so I like the name Yeshua because it creates a little bit of subtle distinction between the Jesus talked about in the church. And we're not talking about anything church related in any way. So, yeah, this, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it has nothing to do with the church or a temple or, or anything yeah. like that. This is just Yeshua, the teacher before there ever was a church, you know? Yeah. So the so Joanne is saying Saint Germain and Archangel Michael that she's mm. she resonates with is close to. Good, yeah. thank you. Archangel Raphael. Mm -hmm. yep, yeah, I agree. They're all wonderful. So so let's say I wanted to uh, call Yeshua to help me out. I could just say, um, well, I'll do it right now. Okay. So Yeshua, um, I ask to feel your divine presence to the greatest extent that serves highest good starting now. Thank you. And then I just relax and there he is, or it is rather. Yeah, I'm feeling a distinct shift in my field right now. And that Christ presence is here. And what's beautiful, um, I wanna uh, speak to a, a phrasing I used just then. Mm -hmm. I asked, you know, Yeshua to come merge with me. And then I said, to the greatest extent that serves highest good. Um, and I do a lot of invocation work and and that invocation phrase, you might call it a karma-free safety clause, <laughs> because it says, give me, what it says is, give me as much energy as I can comfortably hold. Do not <laughs> overwhelm me. Because uh, that's another reason people are afraid, because they're afraid it'll be too much and they'll just get obliterated by it, right? Yeah. But if you say, to the greatest extent that serves highest good, then you'll never get more than you can handle. And the divine being will carefully modulate that to make sure that you're you're getting as much as you can hold. It'll feel great, but never too much. Absolutely. So, so that's the, if you have a divine being, you could simply do that. You could say uh, name of divine being. Uh, I would probably say, please merge with me to the greatest extent that serves highest good. And then just say, relax and just, and at that point, I find I get the best results when I get completely passive. And I want to I, I I've talked about this on your show before and talked about my invocations, but the same principle applies here. Um, basically, at that point, you've delegated the blending to the higher being. And I find it works best when the human then becomes completely passive. That means you are not mm -hmm. using effort or willpower. You're not visualizing. You are just 100% chill. And all you're doing, if you feel the being merging with you, you just feel it passively and just yeah. notice. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what I found is then if you then if you do anything to try to help the process along, anything active, it stops. Because, <laughs> the divine, oh, I was coming in just fine and they're trying to make it happen and they asked me to do it. I can't with they're trying when they're interfering with their own effort. And I'd have to back off. 
is kind of what happened. Exactly. So don't do anything. Just be and just just be aware. That's it. Once yeah. you once you call them in, once you do the invocation, like the way the Benjamin is doing, or any other way that you do it, you know, with your intention, just allow them to come in and be willing to receive. So I just want to share some of the um, beings. Uh, so I, I said Saint Germain, Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael. Suzanne says, I have no special one I like or prefer, so I really would not know whom. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Starla says, void. Cool. Brenda says, God, Mother Mary, Merlin, Ganesh. Betty says, no one specific. I'll call on my guides, angels, and those of the God light who are here to help me. Uh, Archangel Michael and Raphael again. I call, I call on my guides, Madam, and any being for my highest good. I will now try and calling in others can i call in others before i have first felt their presence with me previously absolutely yeah. uh, angelica says the marys lady nada sananda archangel michael archangel Raphael, kuan yin depends on the moment absolutely yes and that's the thing when i when i first started working with guides and angels you know i didn't know anything i didn't know anybody i just i started calling them in Mm -hmm. uh, but I said of the highest light you know and that are for my highest good right so it's like it's not you know and and when I started calling them in it made a difference mm -hmm. you know like if I'm calling in Merlin if I'm calling in Melchizedek if I started to create a relationship with them um mm -hmm. Sarah says Adkiel as, as well mm -hmm. yeah so you don't have to have had a previous I mean you have to know their name I mean you don't have to even know their name but if you if you want to call in Merlin, you know it helps to know a little bit about them. But just how does it feel to you, right? This is about how does this, you know, being resonate with you? The energy resonate with you, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, she should feel really good and uplifting and positive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so so yeah, there's a number of topics I want to jump on here now. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, so um so you and and one thing i want to mention is you don't have to know i've i've talked to an, i mean i've worked with like ten thousand clients so i've heard so many amazing stories yeah. and i've heard a lot of people say i was just meditating or in ceremony and this being showed up i i didn't i saw it i didn't know who the heck it was i had a visual on it, and only later did they learn oh that was ganesh or that mm -hmm. was archangel so-and-so and and the being showed up to them and and they literally had never even heard of that being before and there it was so sometimes they, they'll show up un, unsolicited, you know, yeah. which can be yeah. awesome. Yeah. However, I do have uh, a bit of cautionary advice around that. You know, there's beings of darkness too, mm -hmm. and they do have the ability to disguise themselves and appear to be beings of light. But what they can't hide is their vibration. So if you have a being show up, not how great it looks, if it feels iffy, send it away. Don't yeah. interact with it. Also, if you're not sure, what you can do is um, call on your own divine, if you already have like a divine being you work with, your, if nothing else, say your higher self, say, please, I, I'm perceiving this divine being in minor, this being in minor world, blast it with white light. And you just blast that sucker as strong as you can or have your divine helper do it and watch or feel that being's response to being blasted with high vibration white light. And if it says, oh, thank you, that feels so good, yummy, you probably got a good one. But if it anyway cringes or you know has a challenging response to the light, you don't want it. A being of darkness will not be able to comfortably hold that kind of light. So, um, and even if you have an established relationship and you worked with that being a thousand times, if it shows up unsolicited, blast it anyway, and it will not mind. It'll 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 admire you for your caution, and and wisdom, and and you'll give it a nice little treat. 
and then you once it passes your little test you can go out and work with it like you would yeah. but um yeah i would be cautious because they they can disguise and, and and a being who shows up unsolicited i believe should be tested it doesn't take but a few seconds just to make mm -hmm. sure you really have what you think you have there yeah it's just like if somebody is coming to your door you want to know who they are right mm -hmm. who are you and are they really welcome you know in, in your home you know yeah. so it's, it's the same thing are they welcome in your energy field exactly you have total say over that so mm -hmm. yes they might be able to come in but you can kick them out if you don't like them or don't want them there yeah and, so don't and, think they i just want i think this is important for you to emphasize benjamin a little bit that we are the powerful ones that we can you know kick people out who yeah. we don't feel comfortable with mm -hmm. yeah and and it, i'm thinking of a client who has a human being who's trying to send energy her way and you can also put fuels up against that but that kind of goes into a whole different topic so yeah <laughs> only so much we can cover in one one call here but that can be done too yeah um, in terms of let's say you don't even know who to work with i don't even know who to call like i think you just mentioned you you say you just call on whatever being served highest good and you can yeah. just do that say i'm ready to get some divine allies on board here i have no idea who i now call to myself whatever beings of high vibration and benevolent intent it will serve highest good for me to work with and then just relax and see who shows up and you might see them you might just feel them you know you know test them like i described as best you can but you know if nothing else that will bring whoever it is that's best to work with now and if nobody is like coming to your mind your higher self is also powerful i mean don't don't forget that you are a powerful being in your own right Mm -hmm. Just because you don't remember everything does not mean that you don't have access to, you know, the, the wisdom and the energies and whatever of your higher self. Your higher self is also, you know, kick ass. So mm. I, I, I work with my higher self more than anything and anybody else. And mm -hmm. all the other beings of light, all the other guides, they have to go through my higher self. So that's just the way I was taught. So that's mm -hmm. what I do. So my, for me, my higher self is the... Um, intermediary between me and the other being the light the divine allies nice. so you know you 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 yourself is are, is very important your higher self is very important mm -hmm. don't discount that you know it, it made you it knows exactly why you're here you could i mean that's your primary ally i think you know mm -hmm. yeah. So, mine. yeah all the other ones are great but don't discount your higher self that's all i'm saying yeah, I mean, when I teach my invocations to people for the first time, I, I have them call it your higher self. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you can be your higher self walking around in your human skin and not feel the difference, that's that's a nice step forward in your spiritual process. Exactly. All right. So let's talk a little bit about uh, what can we delegate to our allies, our divine helpers? Oh, my gosh, so much. So let me talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I don't that, delegate enough, I'll be honest. It's like, oh, I should be definitely I so, delegating more. I'll tell you what my experience. Now, Benjamin is good at 3D stuff. I mean, if, mm -hmm. if I need to calculate a spreadsheet, Benjamin needs to do that. But if it's energy, if it's awakening or healing, my higher self and my allies do that way better than Benjamin ever could. So what I do is my, my fundamental policy of my life is I delegate to my higher self and allies anything that they can do for Benjamin better than Benjamin can do for himself. And that includes any kind of spiritual energy movement, any kind of healing, energetic healing, they just do that better. Mm -hmm. um, and when I work with clients, you know, I just open myself and I become the hollow reed and 
whatever the allies and my higher self can give can flow through to the client directly through Benjamin or inspire Benjamin to say to them or whatever, you know, I let them run that show as much as possible. Um, it's sort of a paradox. Um, and as soon as you get beyond human paradoxes start cropping up all over the place. Um, I say that and yet at the same time, I think, well, there's, there's no difference. My experience is that I am the divine and Benjamin integrated and I don't actually perceive a distinction when I'm working with a client. So, mm -hmm. and yet I, I also know it's important to phrase it in that I thou way, because if we have people listening who are still in I thou, then if I just talk in oneness terms, it's not going to make any sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So I sometimes use I thou language when my experience is different, just for the sake of those who aren't at that level yet. Now, what about like 3D stuff? <laughs> Can our divine allies help us with 3D stuff? Well, yeah, to the extent that you're embodying them. I mean, you know, my, you know, the uh, uh, years ago I was watching a ritual and people called in these amazing divine beings and they, said, and they said, okay, now leave. And they had all the beings leave because they were another. I said, why would you ever ask your divine beings to leave? I don't get that. <laughs> don't you want them mm -hmm. around all the time? <laughs> so for myself, I, I always call them in and I always end by saying, go if you must stay, if you will, please remain with me all the time to the greatest extent that serves highest good. So I want them around always. I want to be mm -hmm. them 24. I don't want to just have a, a temporary experience of meditation or doing some kind of ritual and then be back to just a separate being again. That sucks. Mm -hmm. I'd much rather be awake all the time as much as I can. Now, granted, if you're doing something out of the ordinary and, and for that temporary time, you need a certain energy in there that would really be inappropriate for any reason to be around all the time. I can see that coming and going, but I want my higher self with me like 24 seven. Yeah. And any other divine beings whose presence would assist me to be permanently present. I, I definitely want that. Yeah. Um, so I just, I just ask for them and I then just be passively allow them to come in. And when calling, if you feel energy moving, I say just, yeah, like I'm feeling some energy coming in right now. Just feel the energy. Just be passively aware of it. Now, some people I've worked with them, okay, and they, they say they're not feeling anything. Mm -hmm. um, and if you don't have a conscious experience of energy moving in your body, then just feel the breath come and go on its own with no breath control. But yet, if I talk to them, well, are you feeling even a little bit more relaxed? And they'll say, yeah, I do feel a little relaxed, a little more calm. I say, that's how you are currently experiencing the divine energy. You're just starting to feel it. And when people are just starting to feel that, they feel a little more calm or relaxed. And they're saying, well, I'm just calm or relaxed. That's not spiritual. Yes, it is. You wouldn't be able to feel more calm or relaxed if your energy hadn't shifted and that divine presence wasn't there just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So that's how I, that's what I say for starter feeling. And then if you keep at it and, you know, do your processes, then most people become more and more conscious over time and, yeah. and have subtler and subtler perception. Absolutely. And that's the thing. It's like, don't get hooked in your mind about how it's supposed to be, how you should feel, right? Mm. Instead, it's like, take a baseline of before and then after, was there a change of any sort? Did you, you know, did you, are you feeling different in any way? You know, so, so even the slightest bit of change, but a lot of people, they, they get it in their head that, you know, there should be something amazing happening or like booming voice or like angels singing choir. I don't mm. know you know, that kind of thing, where um, it's usually not like that, right? But 
you will, you know, for me, for myself as well, I'm a feeler. So I feel energy and I feel the shifts in my energy when, um, when I'm working with, with my guides and higher self, etc. And so I know when there's a shift, right. But, you know, even still, if I didn't know like the feeling part, I would still, you know, look at, okay, how was I feeling before I started and how do I feel after I did that? Mm-hmm. Right. There, there's some change for sure. Yeah. There's always going to be some change for sure. And if you're willing to recognize that, that again, like you said, that's the beginning stages, just recognizing that there is a shift, there is a change. And then as you, as you continue, you'll feel or experience or perceive different things. Possibly. Yeah. In my inner experience, feeling and seeing are the same sense in the inner world. I can't separate them. And some people are a little more tilted toward the feeling side. Some are more visual but I, I find them to be the same sense in the inner world. And mm-hmm. I'll also say that, as you were saying, any perception at all of that divine presence works. Yeah. Like yeah. you said, there's no wrong way to feel that any perception at all. I mean, some people hear it. Yeah. You, know, you have all five senses in some kind of form in the inner world, and you have other senses in there that don't exist in, in 3D. So just yeah. any perception at all is fine. There's no... There's no right way. And some people get upset. Oh, I can't see. Um, there must be something wrong with me. And I know I followed a guru years ago when I lived back in Oklahoma. And he said one thing that really stuck with me. And he said, actually, I think feeling is better than seeing. Mm-hmm. And he said, if you're seeing it, you're still outside it. But if you're feeling it, you've merged with it. And merging is better <laughs> if you're trying to cook up with a being, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's about, it's about embodying. That, yeah. And I, I say that when people get all, oh, I can't see, I must be doing wrong. No, no, feeling's even better. You know, so, but again, however it shows up is great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, just, and just acknowledge that the slight little change, that slight little perception, whatever it happens to be, just acknowledge that because then next time, you know, it'll, it'll be easier because yes, you've noticed that something has shifted, something has changed, you did experience something. And that's mm-hmm. what it's about. It's about experiencing. It's not about knowing and at the intellectual level, at the mind level, it's about experiencing at the soul level, but right. you know, at the body level even sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, your brain can't contain this stuff. I like to talk about the nested bodies like Russian dolls and mm-hmm. you know, physical on the inside. And then there's the uh, emotional body and the mental body and then all the spiritual bodies are beyond that. And uh, a level cannot perceive or understand the level beyond itself. So your mind, the mental body, is never going to comprehend the spiritual bodies. It can use, you know, metaphors and similes, but the spiritual body knows itself, but the mind can't go there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being an yeah. intellectual person by nature, you know, I spent years trying to understand intellectually what was going on, and then finally I just had to give up. I said, okay, there's parts of me that can be this. But my my ego has given up trying to have a mental understanding of the whole thing. And, you know, I like how the law of one says, um, you know, the human experience isn't about understanding the whole universe. It's just about choosing service to other or service to self. And then the fuller understanding comes at higher levels beyond human. You know, we understand enough here to make the choice, but the the final ultimate knowledge of the universe is never going to be achieved by a human brain. It's It's not wired up for that. It's not... Mm-hmm. And it's not through the brain that we that we experience anyways. We don't experience, you know, the divine through the brain anyways, right? So again, we're we're having an intellectual conversation about something that is not intellectual, that we can't grasp 
intellectually. Um, so one thing I forgot to mention at the beginning of the call, because I always get so excited when, we're, when we get together, Benjamin, is like, if somebody has a question, um, you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat. And this could be about, you know, about the, the divine allies, or I don't know, I don't know what kind of questions you would have everyone, but if you have a question, yeah. um, Joanne had said also about Isis and Lakshmi, yeah, all the divine goddesses, you know, you can call on them as well, you can, you can work with them as well and experience their energies. I work with Gali a lot when um, we're shifting energies, right? Mm. Um, so, and, and Lakshmi as well, usually when it comes to like um, abundance, prosperity and all that wonderful stuff. But yeah, absolutely. There's so many that you can call on. Sarah, you have a question for Benjamin? You wanna unmute yourself? Yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. Hi. Hi. So I spend a good deal of time meditating every day, up to a couple hours. Wow. And I don't feel um, complete unless I do a distance Reiki healing. And so many souls have been coming in for that. It's just gotten crowded. But, uh, <laughs> and I try to, uh, you know, just uh, say a few prayers, uh, usually in Hebrew, because I'm Jewish. Mm -hmm. And, um, do infinity signs on everyone with water, put everybody in their own golden bubble so everyone can heal at their own rate, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And somebody said that it was some teacher told me it was out of fear that, you know, I couldn't get my I couldn't leave the bed in the morning without doing this healing. But for me, it feels more like service. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't feel much and I see occasionally and I do spend quite a bit of time um doing this um and calling in the angels i usually thank the angels for coming rather than you know please come do me this favor it's thank you for doing me this favor but i uh i keep at it even though i don't see much and i don't feel much and uh, thought about ayahuasca haven't quite had the courage to do that i don't know if it's a good path for me or not but just wondered if you had any insight feeling or or anything else. Okay, uh, there's quite a bit there I could respond to, but um, the the central question I think you're getting to there is, well, let me ask you this, after you do your ritual in the morning, do you feel better or worse after you do it than before you started it? Um, well, I don't really come out of my sleep before I start this. Um, so I've gone from intense dream state, it's been a little bit of a problem because my grandchildren are visiting and um, I want to see them in the morning because they take off, but I don't want to let go of my dream state, mm -hmm. uh, that between state. And I'd like to review my dreams and then, you know, go into meditation with, so I, you know, coming out of most. So you don't have a clear perception, I feel better or worse because I just did all this energetic work? No, I, I come from glory and you know, I come straight out of being on the other side into the meditation. Okay. So it, it sounds like there's, you're not aware of any downside to doing it in the way you're doing it. It feels like it's in flow and it, it's harmonious with your life and keeps your energy in a good space and all that. Is that true? Yeah, I just have less time for house cleaning and many other things because I'm doing so much meditating. Well, that, well, if, as long as, you know, terrible things aren't happening as a result, that sounds okay to me. Well, <laughs> but I would, all I would say is if, if you feel like you would like more experience, you want to have more perception, I would just request it. 
You know, I, I, I have a really simple philosophy. Ask in the most clear, simple language for what you want from your ally. And if you spoke to your higher self, whatever being you want to call it, say, I request the greatest possible perception of these energies that serves highest good. Maximum sensitivity and feeling of what's happening that serves highest good. And then you just make that request and then go about what you do. That might increase your perception. That so, is a marvelous suggestion. Yeah, I, I like to keep, make it simple. <laughs> said terrible things aren't happening, but I only had six close friends and four of them have died in the last four months and one is about to go. It's a, I feel like the veil is really, really thin right now. Mm -hmm. Lots yeah. of tears. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I, then I call on them after they leave. Ah, allies in the making. That's good. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you, Sarah. And I just wanted to add too, like, you know, when we're doing healing, when we're um, being of service, you know, that is great, right? Um, and we should all do a little bit of that every day to be of service. But when we're talking about working with your own team, your, your guides for yourself and, and, and receiving from them and perceiving them, it's not a doing, right? It's a receiving and it's a being. So I know I've shared this before many times, but when I, you know, when I first started working with guides, et cetera, I, I would call them in, but I would never ask them to do anything. I would just call them in so I could receive and perceive their presence. That was right. it, right? For the longest time. I wasn't doing anything at the right. time when I was calling my guides in. I was just calling them in and I was being and I was sensing and perceiving and I was like, mm -hmm. <sighs> it feels so good, right? Kind of thing. I wasn't so healing. I work is different when I do my healing work. Yes, you know that's that's doing something, and I definitely right. feel the energies flowing at that time too. But when I want to perceive Archangel Michael, I'll call Archangel Michael, and I'll just like be willing to receive. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Does, does that make yeah. does that make a difference or like help in any way? Are you asking the caller or me? But, well, both. <laughs> Yeah, I tend I I tend to call on all the angels um uh just for joy and mm -hmm. and, and then um I will just thank the angels for helping us in you know achieving the desires of our heart for the highest good starting right now. Oh, awesome. Yeah, see, I don't ask them for anything, so it's like I I just have them be present and I and I thank them for just being present for, with me. And, um, but I'm also a feeler too, right, Sarah? So, you know, are you a feeler, right? So I feel a lot of the energies and I feel the presences, right? You might not be a feeler. So, you know, you might be more of a, a, a seer or a knower or whatever, right, as well. I'm a knower. Yeah, yeah. So do you know that they're with you when you call them? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't want to take up too much time on your show. That's an interesting uh, I'll just have to observe. Yeah. You know what I probably should do because I do this in the morning and I should probably take a different time of day and then just call them because I'm so used to being in semi dream state and calling on them. Um, I'll do it at a different time of day and then I can. Yeah. And just be aware before and after and I can check it out in a way that's not so familiar that I might not be able to discern clearly. Exactly. Good. Yeah. That's a great exercise. <laughs> okay. That's great. That's great for everybody to do. Right. So thank you, Sarah. 
All right. So, so sorry, Benjamin, were you going to say something else? Oh, about yeah. That? I was, um, we, what you were talking about had talked about the distinction between doing and being. Mm -hmm. And first, I, I think I believe Sank, Frank Sinatra really nailed that in one of his songs where he's saying, doobie doobie doo. Ha. <laughs> ah, <anyway. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think of what I do in my, my standard morning ritual. Um, there's times when I'm doing. Yeah. And I am. Um, like I'm, I'm sending, what I do is I start by sending, you know, highest good energy to spirit song, my partner. And I feel like I'm through. And then I start sending to groups of people and I send to more and larger groups until finally my last one is I'm sending highest good energy to all beings everywhere. And just, yeah. and, and so that's sort of doing. And yet I also, there's always a moment in my, my ritual in the morning when I just say highest could be done and go passive. And then I never know what's going to happen because I know mm -hmm. there are parts of me that know what Benjamin needs and Benjamin has no clue. <laughs> yeah. So the highest can be done moment is just to allow whatever is needed to just come in and do whatever. It might be a healing or an upgrade of consciousness or whatever. And, and thus I like to balance both the doing and being, of course, with the caveat that, you know, I'm talking to myself and I understand that. When I talk yeah. to you, <laughs> and, and that's, that's the thing. Are, are you willing to be passive? Are you willing to be passive? Are you willing to receive? Are you willing to be with mm -hmm. with your your divine allies? Yeah, right. Exactly. And and I want to go back to an earlier point where I want to speak about, like I I suggest she call in greater sensitivity to the energy. Mm -hmm. You know, the invocations I use. You know, the basic invocation is just a blank template. It's boilerplate. It's maximum fill in the blank. That's her as high as good, please. Yeah. And you call in whatever you want. You know, my standard ones that I use a lot are maximum embodied awakening, maximum healing are the two foundational ones I teach as for starters. But I mean, it's all on tap up there. Call whatever mm -hmm. you want. And any talent, Absolutely. gift, ability, feeling. And, and if you then ask for exactly what you want and are just as simple and clear and specific as possible, and then you become passive and let it come in, that's where a lot of people kind of blow it because then they try to make it happen. They use effort yeah. or they visualize. And, and I know there are systems that do that and those systems can work, no question. But the one I was given and the one that I'm here to share for consideration is try asking for it and then being completely passive and letting the being you talk to do it for you. Mm -hmm. And do an A-B test, do a, a time or two where you, the human, are trying to make it happen and then make the same call some other time and just be fully passive and, and let the divine do it for you and see for yourself which one works better. And in my experience, you know, it just works so much better to, you know, let the divine do it for you. And, you know, I'm, I'm now almost 62 years old and I don't want to put forth effort that isn't necessary, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and if, and again, if it's more efficient and more enjoyable and quicker and just better overall to let the divine take care of that for Benjamin, I'm going to do that every time. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's the thing. It's a, it's like it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to require a lot of efforting. So if you're doing a lot of efforting, you know, step back. And I, I, I'm sure we're going to do that during the, the, the process, right? That we're going to do, Benjamin, right? Like, or are we doing a process? Or do you? Want <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm. A, I always look forward to it. Oh um, well, uh, I hadn't even thought about that, but um, okay. So just a short my, one, like we always do. It's it's it feels so good. I'm just that's all I'm going to say about it. it all right. So good. yeah, let me lead into the process. It just came to me what we can do. This might be fun. Okay. I've never done this on your show before. This particular mm. process. Oh, a new process. Uh, okay. 
So um, the, the preface I want to give is I, I will spend several minutes calling in dozens of allies in all the categories I named when we started this call. But then I work with them as a single field. I do not, it's very rare for me to work with a particular being's personality. I'm just working with the field. <laughs> One person said, oh, they called in the void. That's kind of what I'm doing. If, I mean, it's a, it's a very full void, but, you know, it's kind of like that. So yeah. what we might do is um, just call in all the presence of all divine allies of high vibration and benevolent intent, whose presence serves highest good, and see what comes in. You want to do that um, now? Uh, yeah, but first, um, I'm now going to demonstrate my shortcut for allies because I want to set a field up before we do this. I want everyone to be just, I'm, I'm huge on safety. I want to, yes, if, someone's, yes. if I'm leading a process, even online, I want everyone to be safe while we're doing this. So, Absolutely. so I'm now going to demonstrate my express divine ally call-in, okay, and, and do it for real. So I now call all my allies to come at once. Now, please. There they are. I now call for protection for everyone who is doing this live or later on the replay. May all beings do the following process in completely safe space. Let it be so. Starting now, thank you. Can you feel that field, Alara? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're in safe space and now I'm happy to do this. Okay. So if anyone wants to do this, we're going to call all available allies at once, kind of like I just did, and just see how it feels. To demonstrate this, this can be done just in an instant and very efficiently and helpfully. So this is optional. You don't have to do it. So, but if if I'm saying these words and you the listener or viewer are going to think or say them, then you're invoking it. And if you don't want to, just listen and don't do any of that. So if you want to call the presence of the largest number of divine allies whose presence serves highest good for you right now, then um, start repeating after me right now. I now call to myself all divine allies of high vibration and benevolent intent whose presence serves highest good. Starting now, thank you. That's all the words. Now, just be passive is my recommendation. If you feel energy in and or around you, just passively feel it. If you don't, just feel the breath come and go passively. And let's just leave a moment for what you called in to come. Now, when I lead these processes, I tend to empathically experience the, the sense of what's happening for most people. And I am feeling a lot of energy coming in. So we'll just leave a moment to let the energy get juicy. Also note, sometimes, I, I told that story earlier of the being embodied by the um, ascended master and, and stuff getting stirred up. Sometimes if you do this, some heavy energy may get stirred up that's in the way of the presence of that higher energy. And that energy may get stirred up and flushed out. It often goes out the hands or the feet. So if you feel any such thing happening, that's actually a good thing. Just let it happen. It will flush automatically. There's nothing you have to do. Just so the two possibilities, I guess, three of how this could be experienced. One is just you feel all full of bliss and it feels awesome. Second is 
their stuff gets stirred up and eventually cleared and then you feel awesome or third you feel nothing at all so <laughs> hopefully it's, it's one of the first two so now i'm going to just be quiet for a moment uh, and just let you all focus on feeling the energy We're nearing the end of the process. Let's give it just a moment longer. Alara, does that feel stable to you, that field? Yep. I think we're there. So my, my, my sense is that the people doing this have now received as much of their ally energy as they can hold comfortably right now, just the right amount. So um, if anyone has feedback on what we just did, whatever they did or did not experience, would certainly love to have that in the chat or have them unmute or speak or whatever, whatever they experience. I'm, I'm pretty buzzy myself. <laughs> yeah, so how was that for you? What did you experience? What shift did you experience? What change did you experience? And yes, I'm using those words specifically. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not saying feeling per se, but what did you perceive that was different from when we started doing the process? Go ahead, Joanne. Um, what I After we uh, did the evocation, I felt uh, my head was bobbing, like really bobbing a lot. And then I would ha I have a series of, um, it's like a big shiver goes through my body. It's like, I have a couple of those and then you're yawning because that's yeah. what I say next. And I start to yawn. And then I felt like energy all around me, like energy, like just energy, like all around me, like the room must have been full of angels. That's what it felt like. And then I was feeling tingling in my hands and I literally was feeling and sensing um, gushes of energy running out down my arms to my hands. I mean, tingling in my hands a lot and down to my legs and, you know, out to my legs and down to my feet. And then there was a sensation on my left ankle. It was kind of bizarre. Like a knife was taking a knife and cutting my left ankle in the bone. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I, that's what I experienced. It felt like, it, but I was obviously releasing energy through my body yeah and, and um, so, so joanne having completed the process do you now feel better or worse than when you started the process? better i feel better um but i don't know what all that what's because it happens every time like this bouncing this my head goes up and down it's like oh, when i do i every time i sit at my mason ray's grandfather i, I do the the, the tobacco tea I'm, my body shakes and trembles for a while yeah. I have a little vibrator for a bit so uh -huh. that's just stuff my, I mean, my perception is that's just getting heavy energy, getting shook up and cleared away. Yeah. You know, I, I would thought, well, after all these years, I should be able to not do that, but I still do it. So I just accept And like the big shivers is all a part of that, right? Then, and then the yawning thing on the energy. Yeah, company. whatever. There's all, that's all energetic release. Uh, yeah. Broadly speaking, it's purging of one kind or another. Okay. So whatever the body wants to do, I just say, let it do it. 
and yeah. let that stuff pass out however it wants to. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a let then the the positive thing I'm left with, it feels like there's an energy of lightness in my upper, like from my eyebrows up. It feels like there's an energy of lightness there. Mm, nice. Excellent. So awesome. What I'm left with. Thank you. Right. Good. Awesome. Thank you, Joanne. You are. Awesome. Everybody's experience is going to be different. Okay. So Teresa says, I felt pressure around the ears and much energy. Ask them to back up a bit. Feel uh -huh. my heart is beating heavy and I burped. Awesome. Energy moving. <laughs> right. When you're when you're burping, that's energy moving. Like when I'm yawning, that's energy moving. Mm -hmm. Right. So awesome. So do you feel better, Teresa, than you did before? Even if yes. it's like yeah. I feel lighter. Good. Good. Awesome. Good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'll, can I throw in a little note? Uh, she said she asked them to back off the energy. Yeah. Uh, I had a really, one of my very first plant spirit experiences was with San Pedro cactus in a shamanic ceremony. And it's a powerful altered state. And it was so intense. Uh, I like to say if, if my capacity for feeling body sensation was a 10, I was probably at a 14. It was just really too much in my, uh, my perception. And I begged the plant spirit, please turn it down, please turn it down. It is just so over the top here. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't budge an inch for hours. I was, it was just like agony. And so finally, and it was, it was teaching me one thing that I finally got after all that suffering. And I was, oh, I can make myself bigger. <laughs> so I asked my divine, please make me large enough to comfortably contain this. And just like that, the exact same intensity was comfortable. Hmm because my bubble got bigger. And if your awareness bubble is beyond the phenomenon, the phenomenon can be comfortably held. So um, the next time, and, and let me tell a related story. Uh, there is a beautiful uh, awakening teacher named John Mark Stroud, who lived in Asheville here for a while. Now he's just wandering about teaching. Um, but he, uh, he told the story of going to India to the oneness university that Amma Bhagavan ran. It's, it's under a different name now, but he, you know, the idea is you do this 20 day thing and you're, you're supposed to wake up and he did it, didn't wake up. But on the on the way back in the airport, on the shuttle between terminals, he woke up all of a sudden and it was just, whoa, you know, so strong. He could barely get on his flights and get home. And when he got home, he wasn't even functional. He said for three weeks, he was like, just couldn't do anything. He told a story on himself. He's standing in his he's standing naked in his walk in closet. And his wife comes and says, John, Mark, you've been in there for 30 minutes. Are you okay? And he says, oh, I'm blending with the shirt. Oh, I'm blending with the pants. Oh, the belt is so amazing. It's like he's just there merging with the clothes, and he's all in bliss merging with his clothes. And But what he, what he refused to do was back off the awakening. He says, There's, I will not diminish this awakening. This awakening is here to stay. And it took him three weeks, but eventually he learned to function in that awakened state his human self caught up and integrated. So I, I tell that story kind of to inspire people to please, if you get an, an uptick in consciousness, do your best to hold it. It has to be expanded and function within it the best you can. Because the last thing I would ever want to do is back down from a state if I can function in it, even if I have to stretch. Yeah, so, so stretch if you can, expand <laughs> if you can, right? But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I totally get it. You know, it's like, um, for me, you know, when I was doing this, it was just so short, right? Two minutes, it felt like two minutes, you know, it's like, even my breathing was an inconvenience. I didn't even want to breathe, you know? <laughs> it's like, and I 
you know, but it's like, I got to breathe a little bit, right? But even the breathing was disrupting the state, mm, wow. <laughs> right? But, um, you know, I'm fine. I feel good. It's, it's all good. But you can, you know, experience that, that state of, you know, oneness or calling in your guys, see how that feels, just a shift in your energy. Yes, we can all perceive that in some way, some mm -hmm. sort of experience. So I'm so glad that you shared with us, Teresa and Joanne, what you experienced. Um, Sarah, how was that for you? Did, were you able to do the process with us? And uh, did, you, did you notice a shift of some sort? Well, I did the process with you and <clears throat> thought um, I should go back to the replay and record that little bit because um, I don't know what's going on with me, but my memory has suddenly gotten really terrible. So I like to have these on my phone that I can pull up and go back through that process with your guest. And uh, I did it and mm -hmm. no, I didn't feel very much. And then I evaluated whether I felt better, but then I thought, you know, I just turned the heat on in my house and I'm still so cold. <laughs> I'm just trying to get warm and I'm not sure I'm feeling So anything. sometimes cold is also, you know, a sign. Feeling cold is also a sign. Just, you know, just it's just a matter of like yeah, again, yeah, what, yeah, what were you experiencing before we did it? What did you what did you experience? Oh, it, it, and what did you experience after? So just I was, play with it. Yeah, I was just experiencing the house still being 55 degrees, but um um, I do often get a tingle down my spine when I tell somebody something or some piece of information comes in or in conversation. So I do feel that. Good. Okay, cool. Good. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, just play with it. And of course, yes, there, you know, this is recorded. So you will be able to go back and watch or listen and do the, do the little process again for yourself, just to experience it at a different time and place without any expectation, without any agenda, without, oh, this time I'm gonna feel this. As soon as you do that, you've already set yourself up for disappointment, we'll say. Well, I already decided to manifest the feeling of waking up and then having to stretch to embody that or to be able to allow for it. So I'm looking forward to that in the future. Thanks for the awesome. uh, information. Good. Yeah. If Thank I had you. to boil the invocation idea down to nine words, I would say, ask for what you want and passively receive it yeah it's as simple as that mm -hmm. <laughs> all right so um i wanted to talk a little bit about the the package that you have for us benjamin sure we haven't talked about that yet so i'm just going to share my screen quickly um hold on one second share my screen share my screen all right so yes all right so this is the package that benjamin has for us it's there you go the awakening plus it's a membership uh yearly membership program with benjamin and his awakening plus group so benjamin you want to talk about it yeah so awakening plus is an online membership um the features are that we do about 10, excuse me, 10 Zoom calls a month, which run from one to two hours. About half are members only, and we do a lot of really cool stuff there. Um, there most, almost all the events are archived, and the archive just passed 400 events. <laughs> 
and all the events pretty much are optimized for enhancing your spiritual awakening or your healing. One beautiful thing is that the archive events are every bit as powerful as the live events because all the divine allies are present in real time in the archive. In other words, you, you may be doing an event that was recorded two years ago, but the allies are with you right now. Mm-hmm. So I've had many people report they've done both live and recorded and the, they say the archive is just as potent. In fact, I have a lot of members who never even do a live call and they just work from the archive only. Um, so we've got the archive and, you know, oh my God, how many are we going to pick with 400 things? There's a best of page. And I pick the very, very best cream of the crop from the art from the archive and divide it into 12 categories. So you can go right to what you want and you can just pick the absolute cream of the crop events from the best of page. Um, we also, if you want, you can pick an accountability partner um, where you can pair up with someone and you can hold each other accountable for whatever you want to, whether it's your spiritual stuff or anything. That's a handy thing. Some people pay hundreds of dollars a year just for accountability buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, there's some courses in there. There is a, uh, now there's, there's a free six part invocation course available to anyone, but the other 10 parts are inside the membership. So you want to go real, I mean, we've talked a lot about invocation. There's a lot of other things we didn't discuss here today. And th- that information is all inside the membership. Plus there's a course on doing internal family systems therapy on your own. I actually have a recording of my voice guiding you through every step of that amazing healing process where you pause after each one, take as long as you need with each step of the process and then turn me back on when you're ready for the next step. I've had many members report really powerful healings of old traumas from that. And I'm about to put in a course on working with your divine allies, which is one reason I chose this topic. It should be in there within a few days as we record this here in early February. And and I'll have a full course, multi-part course on how to work with the divine allies step-by-step. We'll cover a lot of what was in here and then some stuff on top of that. So as a member, you get 24-7 access to everything I just described, all the archived events, all the courses are there. Uh, you can connect with other members in the forum if you want to. And normally, the membership is $189 a year. But for you, because you're here right now, uh, you can have it for 99 So you can get an entire year of Awakening Plus membership, um, constant support whenever you want it for your healing, for your awakening, and even your service to the Great Collective for just 99 bucks, which is like not even $10 a month when you break it down. So. Mm-hmm. So that's, and plus there's a guarantee. If you sign up for this and within 30 days don't feel happy with it, just let me know and your money comes back to you, full refund. So uh, try it for 30 days, try it out, and you can totally just ask for the refund if it's not your thing. I do have members, I think I've had Awakening Plus in its current form for about two years. It was, I've had other previous forms of the membership for two or three years before that, but I've had members who've been in there since day one of Awakening for two years and they, they keep, their membership and they say it, it just keeps getting better and better. And, and I, you know, this is the main thing I do now is awakening plus and, and I'm going to take it to a whole new level here in 2022. So I expect there will be many more courses beyond the three by the time the year is out and I'm just going to keep expanding and growing. And this is my main gig now. I'm so excited about this <laughs> one to many delivery system so I can help thousands of people heal and awaken. So I'm Love really it. About it. So- and I try to, and as you can tell, I try to keep it real affordable too. So anyone who's interested can participate. So I was just going to say, um, the link is of course in your emails, etc., mm-hmm. on the live page. Um, but you can also access it from here. at slash show forward slash Benjamin two as well. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I highly recommend it. Like I said, there, there, like Benjamin said, there's like 400 plus. And even if you can't um, join the live calls, but there was like 10, <laughs> around 10 per month, which is crazy. Um, but there's like, uh, you can you do everything via the recordings, like this 400 plus. And so, as you all know, the recordings are just as powerful as live calls. There's no difference whatsoever. And, you know, should I, we- Should I go into a little taste of what those events are like? Just sure. briefly? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, it's everything from really mellow to really intense. On the mild side, we just have these things where we gently go through the four, four steps of a full embodied awakening cycle from just calling some energy in to actually merging with your higher self to bringing the higher self back down to the human body, you know, making it all nice and integrated, take, you know, some time to do that. Um, up to intense events, like the two most intense things we do are shamanic breathwork and shamanic awakening ceremony. I am a certified shamanic breathwork facilitator where we'll be listening to a really powerful music mix and you'll be having this profound, spontaneous shamanic journey and do this intense healing. And then I also do something called the shamanic awakening ceremony where I'm rattling and really intensely stirring up the heavy stuff to flush away. Some people really like it. Some say it's too intense. I stay away from that one. It's according to your taste. And every month we do an individual healing call where it's, and these, the ones I'm describing here are members only events, these, these more intense ones where, you know, a person will volunteer to be in the hot seat and all the group will full send healing energy to them. And that the, the healing cycle usually takes eight or 10 minutes. We all feel the field intensify. That person gets what they need. The field diminishes. The next person comes in. We can usually get five or six members in and often the people sending get as much benefit because the there's all this bounce back healing that everyone who sends gets good energy back and every monday we do a north support team call that you know we just it's weird you think well we're going to bless the awakening planet uh, the ascension process you think you'd be sending but no the way they have us do it the divine allies is they say you just sit and receive we're going to give you an individual healing and awakening and like loaves and fishes that's going to be multiplied and sent down to a bunch of other beings on the planet so that's just a taste of some of the stuff we do. It's, it's evolving constantly. It keeps getting more and more powerful. And like I said, I've had people in there two years ever since it started who, who keep hanging around and renewing their memberships and say, man, this just gets better and better. I'm going to hang around here for the long term. So a lot of people seem to really like it. Awesome. Great. And, and that's the thing, you know, I was going to say too, like, you know, we're now, this is what, 2 2 2 22? 2 22, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, this is all about, you know, this whole year now, I think, is all about you, nurturing you, as well as the planet, as well as all of humanity, you know, so yes, it's about being of service to all, including yourself, and we can really truly only be of service to ourselves and others if we start to heal what is still there, right? So a lot of the healing and the awakening is for self, yes, but that that healing and awakening serves the collective, serves all of humanity, serves the entire planet. Okay, yeah. so it's really, really, uh, it's key right now, especially we've all been through uh, some challenging couple of years, <laughs> right? But, uh, and some are still having challenges, but you know what, we will get through it, right? And we will be better for it in the end, especially if we, you know, really do take care of ourselves, do take care of the planet, do take care of our family and friends and colleagues and the, the whole collective, right? We mm -hmm. cannot do it alone. And that's why the divine allies are so important. Yeah. You know, you know, we need them to support us so that we can continue to do the work. I mean, a lot of you are like warriors, you know, light warriors, and 
you need to be strengthened and supported so that you can continue to do the work, right? And the work is not always easy. <laughs> the work is not always fun, but it, it is necessary. Yeah, and I would encourage people to, as I say on airplanes, put on your own oxygen mask first. I, I always encourage people, cultivate your own awakening above all. Mm -hmm. Because yep. the more awake you are, the more capably you will serve and help others. So you, you don't play the martyr, well, I'll just not take care of myself and try to help other people. You won't help them as well. Make yeah. sure you're getting your needs and desires met, your own awakening strong and vibrant and as, as embodied as possible. And then the service you can give is just vastly beyond what you could have done without that. Yeah, absolutely. So when you're serving well, it's a total win-win. It really is. <laughs> I totally agree. And it starts with you. It starts with you, you know, doing the work for yourself, you know, re receiving healing, you know, coming to these types of shows, getting the support from people like Benjamin and his 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 uh, his group, his Awakening Plus group, getting the accountability partner, you know, all the wonderful courses and all the wonderful recordings that are there, they'll really start to help. And doing the uh, the healing invocations and the awakening invocations on a regular basis, daily, <laughs> they, they they make a difference. And but mostly, it is really is you understanding that you are not doing this alone. So whether you call on your divine allies or not, we are all being supported all the time. But when you do call on your divine allies and work with them, then it's easier. It's it's a blessing for them as well to to work with us, mm -hmm. right? And everything is just a little bit faster, a little bit, you know, you just recognize that you're not alone and, you know, getting the support that you need or even just having the support, it's just more fun, you know, doing it together instead of by yourself. Mm -hmm. And that is a form of self-love and self-nurture as well. Yeah, like after all of our calls, we we formally close the container and then we hang out and talk for a while. So people can make comments or ask questions. It's sort of a, a little informal hangout after every event we do on Zoom. So we try to build community and we have, oh, I forgot, every month we do a community support call. You can come in and hang out with their members. We do an Ask Me Anything call where you can ask me whatever questions you got. So all kinds of things that support all that stuff. Awesome. And, and, and also, um, oh, what was it that just came in? Give me a sec here. Oh, I'm, I did something a few years ago that was so helpful. I gave my allies permission to be proactive with Benjamin. There is the law of free will at play down here. Mm -hmm. And if you on any level are not open to the intervention proactively of your allies, they'll leave you alone and let you kind of do it the hard way. But I realized at some point, I'm, I'm going to let them say, if you know it's highest good for you to nudge me or make something happen in my world to get me where I need to go. You have my encouragement to do that. And since then, I've gone faster because if I was in a blind spot and didn't realize it, the divine knows something would happen synchronously to bring much, oh, all right, that needs my attention. So I strongly encourage anyone who's willing, talk to your just one time, say, hey, I give you permission to be as proactive in my life as serves highest good. Mm -hmm. so that one time, it, it might make a big difference. Oh, and that's, you know, I have to say for myself, I've experienced that myself, you know, that I, I always say that, you know what, in spite of myself, I'm here <laughs> in spite of myself. It's like, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. So for me, I've always said that my guides and my higher self and my team has pulled and dragged me to this point. <laughs> I couldn't have gotten here without them. Absolutely not. So absolutely. You know, so I must have at some point said that. <laughs> Yeah. You know, 
I'm not conscious of it now, but at some point I might, I might have said that because, you know, I have received so much support from my guides, my higher self and my team that uh, I, I'm so grateful. I'm like so grateful. Um, and I'm, you know, yeah, I couldn't have done it. Yeah, I couldn't have done it, you know, without them. So just know that too, that, you know, the, your, your divine team has always been with you and working with you. Um, it's when we get out of our own way and get out of our head and allow and be willing to receive, it, get, it gets easier, right? And let me mention the, the one core benefit of doing all the thing we're talking about. There's an, a principle called as within, so without. As you start holding a more peaceful, elevated vibration inside yourself, your outer world experience will shift to match that more. Mm -hmm. And now the world may be going crazy everywhere else, but your actual life and what you experience directly will be much more harmonious than if you were all agitated and crazy inside. Yes. So if you want to shift your life experience, that starts on the inside and doing invocation and getting more solid with your higher self, more solid with your allies, integrating them, having them around a lot will go a long way toward making your own human experience a lot more enjoyable. Absolutely. Totally agree. Um, Valentina, you have your hand raised. You want to unmute yourself? Do you have a question? Yes. Hi. 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 <laughs> um, I have a what? My voice is not uh, so good, but I try to speak. Um, I have a question uh, for for you, Benjamin. Mm -hmm. uh, I I um oh <laughs> my English. Um, I have um. Uh, energy who disturbed me. Yes. I think I spoke with uh, Alara before about this. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how to manage this because it's uh, escalate and I tried different uh, way to, to protect myself. And yeah, I need some help. Okay. Thank you. I'll have, I have two things you can try. One is to call on any divine allies you have who are protectors and ask them to shield you from that energy. If that does not work, it means that it is actually your highest good to feel that energy so that you can heal whatever the dark force is exploiting. Now, my, my worldview is that there are dark beings here and in their own mind, they may just be feeding on whatever is open and vulnerable in a human but they're actually here as our initiators. So maybe think of terms, okay, this dark being is messing. I'm having some challenging emotions or thoughts as a result of what the being is doing. Maybe those are pointers to unhealed wounds and traumas that it's time for me to heal. So another way to think about being messed with is, okay, what if instead of focusing so much on the external entity that's bothering me, I turn my attention to the trauma or wound and did effective shadow work to heal it once and for all then that dark being would have nothing left to feed on and it would leave me alone because its meal is gone. Does that make any sense? Uh, I have been doing uh, so much work last year, have been to many different courses, but uh, I don't know what else to, to, to do. So. Okay. So here's, here's a simple thing you could try. Again, I, I, I wish I could guarantee success, but all I can do is give you the thing to try. Um, so, I assume that when the being disturbs you, is it always a particular area of the body that feels unpleasant? What's the, what's the main disturbance you feel when the being shows up? 
before was uh, burning feelings, but now I think is uh, nearly gone. I don't feel anymore and I'm so grateful, but now it's like uh, itching. So it's oh. not burning down your spine anymore or down your legs, no, now it's no, itching no. over and your I'm body. So, so no, where? No. Just itching, uh, itching. yeah. Okay, so is it itching just all over or in a certain place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All over? Yeah. Okay, all right, so what you could do is the itching is happening and you could just then, do you have divine allies you work with? Um, I don't know what is this. <laughs> okay, so call on your higher self and say, okay. I now call that whatever is the source of the itching, whatever needs healing in me, let that be healed now and then just relax and hold your attention wherever the challenging phenomenon is and just be present without resistance to what's happening and having called for healing and then putting your attention where the discomfort is your divine will come in and stir up and flush out whatever the heavy energy is that's the problem there so you might just do that really consistently whenever you feel a disturbance call for the healing of whatever's out of harmony hold attention where the disturbance is with no resistance and see if your divine self doesn't stir up and flush away whatever the problem is. That's the simplest way I know to approach a self-healing in that kind of context. So give that a try and, and hopefully that will help. Thank you. Yeah, it's worth a shot. I but it's better that. than before, right? You're doing better than before. That's great. Oh, it's so, it's so much better, but yeah. this is not good either to eating all the but time. Yeah. I, know, I know, I know, but it's still I'm better. so glad that I can sleep. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, absolutely. Sleep. Yeah. So go back Thanks. and watch or listen to this again and check out Benjamin's package because there's so much healing in his package, like 400 recordings. It's going to help. Okay, so definitely go back and watch and listen and then you know, see if you can get the package from Benjamin too, okay? Yeah, and, and one final perspective. Everything. Yeah, what I believe is that when a person is being challenged in this way, they're being called to step more fully into their divinity, more fully into their power. And, and these are initiations. And if you view it in that light, saying I'm being challenged to go to the next level, so this being can't mess with me anymore, and then you do whatever you know how to do to move to that next level of healing or awakening, then that catalyst will have served its function and you will be more awake and more capable and happier. So, so uh, if I, I understand, uh, excuse me, if I understand you so I can call the healing power yeah. to uh, assist me. Yes, yes. And then okay. just feel what's happening without resistance the best you can and your divine part will take care of that for you. This is one of those things I say, I'd never try at the ego level to do what my divine could do better for me. So delegate all this work to your higher self and just witness while it does it for you and see if that is a more effective approach. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You. You're welcome, Valentina. Thank you. Awesome. You're welcome. Uh, Paul. You want to unmute yourself? Yeah, Paul? hi. Yeah. Um, it just I was thinking from the last talk, the last person's question, um, there is a thing of asking why she's actually receiving that what's the reason what's the cause what she's supposed to learn what she's supposed to learn from it and then once uh then it will maybe come into her her mind or uh, her universe um mm -hmm. something that she has to work on um 
Uh, so it's not necessarily just a matter of shifting it. It's a matter of it's coming there for a lesson. What's the lesson? And to uh, to, um, to to find out what the lesson is and to work on it and do that. Um, well, it's just me anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's about, you know, it's like if it's coming in, if, if all that stuff is happening, it's because there's something deeper that she needs to look at, some wounds, some lessons, some teaching, some wisdom. Yeah, absolutely. So it's good to ask the question, okay, what is this teaching me? What am I supposed to be learning here? What else is there, et cetera, for sure. Yeah. The only caveat, I'll throw, mental understanding is nice, but in my experience, the mental approach does not actually accomplish the healing. It can be uh, an intermediary step, but you have to feel and work with the energy directly in my experience to get the final healing. Yeah, yeah. You can understand your traumas really well and still have them. <laughs> yeah. Healing yeah. doesn't happen at the mental level, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, thank you, Paul. It is good to go ask the questions. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, Stella? Go ahead. You want to unmute yourself? Okay, I unmuted myself. Yeah. I had the same issue that that lady has. I'm sure it's not the same issue. No, 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 no. I'm going to explain. The lady has parasites. She's full of parasites and she has anemia. If you look at her eyes, she has black circle all over her eyes. So the parasites that she has are making her itch. I, I, I had the same problem uh, about a year ago. Mm. I was itching all over. I was going crazy. So I took, I, I look at my eyes and I said, oh my gosh, it's my, I'm going to clear this, but I didn't know the itching was from that. So she's probably full of candida. Mm. And so she needs to find a good parasite cleanser first. Maybe she has what they call the flukes. The flukes, they stick to your liver and they suck your blood. So if she, if she wants to eat a lot of meat and red meat and stuff like that is because they, they suck in her blood. Mm -hmm. So she has to kill the fluke first. Once, she, once her eyebrow and the top clears, that means she doesn't have parasites no more. Then she has to take iron mm -hmm. and she has to take three pills at once with breakfast or dinner or lunch. She cannot take it in an empty stomach. Yeah. If she does that routine until her eyes are to totally clear. And parasites, if you have parasites, you act like a parasite. They don't let you, they don't let you have energy. They don't let you do anything. They I learned this. So I when I heard her talking, when I saw her eyes, I said, uh oh. And I asked, I muscle test and it said yes to me. So I wanted to uh, tell her that. So uh -huh. she needs to take care of her health first. She needs to address yeah. the parasites first. Then she has to address the anemia. And then everything that Benjamin said, I, I don't know, I, I turn in late, but um, I just wanted to, to participate that to her. Awesome, yeah. thank you, all, I appreciate that. Valentina, hopefully you heard all that. Uh, yeah, but I, I not understand everything so uh, if i can get contact with you i didn't know your name maybe. okay i can give you a, 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 a can i give her yeah, my just, number 
Just email me and I will, I will email to her. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll email you and, I, and you email it to her, okay? Yeah. I will do that. Thank yeah. you mm -hmm. very much. Thank okay. you. As, over, as overview here, you know, obviously our focus here is on the spiritual, you know, approach to things, but absolutely, if things need a, a, attention on the physical level, the emotional level, the mental level, that should all be done as well. This is yeah. not, this is partnering with those levels, not excluding them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Stella. Um, Angela says, <laughs> there are many shamanic meditations. There's, yes, there are, Angela. How do we make the most out of shamanic healing? Oh, that's a big question. <laughs> Use the ones that work best for you. Muscle test. <laughs> Try them all. There's so many. But yes, but you know what? That's a mental thing. Again, Angela, you're in your head, right? So it, it, it doesn't matter how many there are because there are wonderful ones. Just do the one that resonates with you. Look. Can I can I throw in here? Synchronicity yes. will help a lot. If you're trying to choose from the mind, you'll get confused forever. <laughs> and just work with the best tool you have right now. And if you come across a tool that seems like it has promise, try it out. You know, give it a, a trial run and just keep using consistently the best tools you have. And periodically, if you find a better tool, replace the old one. But yeah, um, yeah just just but don't dig 10 wells six feet deep. Yeah, know, just try it. Try a few on. and see how you feel with it. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. so dive deep with what you're doing and then replace as appropriate would be yeah. my advice on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, there are so many meditations and yes, I totally agree. There's, there's so many things you can do, you know, follow your heart. Um, Sarah says, I heard a practitioner say, put your finger to your wrist. Do you feel a pulse? If so, you have parasites. What? Hmm. No. Well, <laughs> I mean, like that's how you check your pulse to see if you're alive. <laughs> I, I, I never can. So like it doesn't work for me. So, you know. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like if I, if I do it, I cannot feel my pulse. Oh, yes, I did. I felt it. Okay, good. But that doesn't mean I have parasites. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I think I'm missing Not something. Interpret anything on this show as medical advice. <laughs> yeah, there's no medical advice Fire here. beware. <laughs> For educational purposes only, entertainment purposes only. <laughs> All right. So, um, so Benjamin, last, last, uh, last closing words about divine allies. And even just really quickly, just even about this, you can ask your divine allies questions and ask them to bring in healing. Yeah. Right. To give you clarity. And I know some of my friends don't like that word clarity, but if you're willing to receive and get out of your head, stop thinking and be really passive and receive, you will get answers of some sort. Might not be the answer you want, but you will get something. But go ahead, Benjamin. I would say the bottom line is, hey, don't be afraid to work with them. They're, they're waiting on call. They'd rather help you than do anything else. Mm -hmm. um, ask for what you want as simply and clearly as possible. And then when you finish your call for what you want, be as passive as you can possibly be and let the energy come to you. Yeah, be passive, receive, yeah. trust, don't second guess, don't go in your head and say, you know, like, I don't know, anything. Or but, if the doubting um, thoughts do come, don't necessarily believe them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um <laughs> sarah says benjamin i feel you have a deep and humorous wisdom look forward to working with you yes he definitely does <laughs> me too <laughs> yeah awesome all right so yes again for those of you who you know want to experience that experience that we had earlier with uh calling in your guides your divine team your divine allies please go back and do that process again 
what it was only like less than five minutes, I think. Um, it was really powerful, right? Meaning for me, I experienced a lot. I experienced it because I'm willing to experience it. I'm willing to receive. I'm willing to be passive. And like I said afterwards, like even my breathing was getting in the way of my actual experience. I wanted to just experience and I didn't really want to even breathe. And sometimes I get like that in meditation. My 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 breathing is almost like hardly there, right now. It's like it's like it's not even there because it's like I'm just so deeply in it. And I, you know, I don't even want to breathe. <laughs> it's funny. But um, we all experience energies in a different way. We all experience the presence of our divine team in a different way. Just be willing to perceive whatever shows up. And if you're willing to receive and perceive whatever shows up, you will get a shift, a change, something, then acknowledge that. Trust it, acknowledge it, say thank you, and know, know, know in your heart that you are always supported. You are always loved and guided. You are never alone. Your guides and your team, they are truly always with you because they are you. But that's, that's, that's a topic for another show, another time. But you know what? These other divine allies are just aspects of you. And so call them in, ask for their support, ask for their help, ask them for healing, ask them for wisdom, ask them for awakening, ask and you shall receive. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, beautiful. <laughs> this, was, this was great, Benjamin, I loved it. <laughs> I, I can talk about this kind of stuff all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, thank you. Thank you. And um, yes, please do take it. Take a look at Benjamin's package. It's you know ninety nine dollars or ninety eight dollars for a whole year of you know his Awakening Plus membership. And, and there, there's ten live Zoom calls per month. There's four hundred recordings and so much more. So please do. I think it'd be highly beneficial if you do, you know, work with Benjamin in that way. I would. So. You know, if you have the time, you have the energy, if, you, if you're like resonating at all with Benjamin and what we've done today, please do take, check it out, okay? And it is possible for you also to, to connect with your divine team, your divine allies and work with them to improve the quality of your life and the quality of your ascension the quality, and, you know, for all of us and the collective and the planet. It's not just for us, but it, but it does start with us. Remember that. You are not less than, okay? So it does start with you, but it, it, it reverberates out to the entire planet and to all of humanity and to the, the universe. Okay. So just know that. Awesome. Thank you, Benjamin. So again, the uh, package is at lr.at4 slash show for slash Benjamin two, because we are in February now. Mm -hmm. Good. Thank you so much. This is great. And thank you for all the questions. Um, awesome. Hopefully we, we were able to help in some way. That's always my deepest wish and most deepest intention and sincerest desires to support and assist in any way that I can. So mm. thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Benjamin. Thank you. And as we close, allies, go if you must, stay if you will. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> All right, everyone. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. I feel Bye. really excited to have my allies stay with me. I'm just thrilled. Awesome. Good. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Bye, Bye. for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.